Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Speech Analysis on the Public Speakers Podcast. Um, today's speech analysis is going to be uh, about a rare galaxy that's challenging our understanding of space and the universe by Bersin Mutulu Pakdel. I definitely said that wrong. I'm super sorry, um, but that is how I pronounce her name. Um, so this was a pretty cool speech. Um, you can definitely check out the YouTube video if you want to get the uh, visual content as well. But uh, in terms of just this speech in general, I think the speech did a really good job because it had a lot of good takeaways in terms of being able to make a big picture vision attached to larger research that has been done. So what Bersin has done is been working in a lab really for a lot of her life and done a lot of research on different types of galaxies that exist and different types of things in space that we can't understand um, just based upon our regular human limits. So the research that she did, it was pretty remarkable and the way that she explained how that research impacts to a larger message is I think the crux of the speech. Um, I think another really good takeaway from the speech is the idea of warning people. Um, so in terms of warning people, uh, what I mean by that is like warning them about what you're going to say in your speech and then actually delivering on this. I think this was an important part of the speech that I haven't seen in a lot of speeches, which is that sometimes public speakers try to say, get ready because I'm about to say something that's going to blow your mind. And then they fall short on those expectations because they don't blow your mind. Um, Bersin did that in this speech and she actually did blow your mind because what she said after was really good. So a good takeaway from this speech is that if you're going to set expectations by giving a warning to your audience in the speech about what's to come in the content of your speech, um, then it's important that you actually follow up on those expectations and don't fall below so that your audience gives you the reaction and the impact that you're ultimately looking for. Um, but overall, I thought it was a pretty good speech. I hope you all enjoyed the speech analysis. And without further ado, let's get into it. There are more than a trillion galaxies in the universe. And my team discovered an extremely rare one, a galaxy that doesn't look quite like anything observed before. This galaxy is so peculiar that it challenges our theories and our assumptions about how the universe works. The majority of the galaxies. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about the introduction. Um, so the one thing I want people to remember is that this speech is, again, only four minutes. Um, so there isn't probably a lot of time for the speaker to get out everything. Sorry, I was playing with the focus. Everything that they wanted to say. Um, but even if that's the case, uh, that should only be understood as like a, a constraint on the ability for the speech to be executed and for as much content to be developed in the speech. Um, but there's still going to be other ways to, to still make a four, a three minute, a two minute, even like a 30 second speech really impactful, um, even if it's small. So the beginning of this, obviously, she's, they're short for time, right? So they're trying to begin and just get into their content. Um, so the first thing they say is that there's more than a trillion galaxies in the universe. I didn't even know that. Um, so that's very important because that statistic in and of itself is so mind blowing that there is a lot of emphasis and a lot of attention that could be grabbed just by that one statistic, that one fact that can get people to listen. Um, if I was them, I probably would have just done something like taking a pause right after I said that, right? Because if you say something that's kind of mind blowing, you might want to just take a pause so the audience can internalize it, understand it, and then hook them in to get to the rest of the meat of your presentation. But again, that's where the time constraint thing becomes so important because you might not even have to take that pause or have time to take that pause because there's so much to say. But nonetheless, that was a very interesting introduction. So let's get into where the rest of the talk goes. Our spiral, similar to our own Milky Way, we have strong theories about how these common galaxies form and evolve. But we don't understand 
how rare galaxies form and evolve. An especially puzzling rare case is Hogg's object. It has a very symmetric central body surrounded by a circular outer ring with nothing visible connecting them. Hogg-type galaxies are among the rarest types of galaxies currently known. They are fewer than one in 1,000 galaxies. It's a mystery how the stars in the outer ring are just floating there in such an orderly manner. Okay, so there's a couple things um, being done here as well. So the first important thing to recognize is the use of all of these facts that um, they're bringing up about uh, the randomness and sort of the craziness of the universe and the way these galaxies operate. Um, at least for me as a listener, I'm getting very attracted to a lot of this stuff because it's very interesting, it's very and captivating. Um, I hope that's a word. Um, but, but anyway, in terms of an audience, if you're going to be saying a lot of these types of statistics, you do want to see them with a little bit of passion and energy so people understand the gravity of a lot of the things you're bringing up. The other thing that she's doing here is she's bringing up a, a problem, right? A, a dilemma sort of in, in the beginning of the talk, which is about a minute 30, so it seems about right to bring up a dilemma. And the dilemma is that there's these random stars just floating around. There's no real connection back to the galaxy. So we're kind of confused we're, of why this is happening. It kind of doesn't make sense with the way humans understand the laws of physics and nature. So there's a little bit of a problem being introduced. We're going to see if there's a solution to that problem, or we're going to see if there's just a further discovery of that problem through the rest of the speech, and then see if the solution or the description of the problem um, links back to a larger macro level message. So we have about three minutes left. Let's see where this goes from here. That's interesting, right? Hold on. Things are about to get more mysterious. Okay, so obviously she recognizes how important the stuff she's saying, and now she's warning the audience, like, look, things are going to get a little bit crazier. So, I mean, warnings can be effective and not effective sometimes. You warn an audience, or, uh, and when I mean a warning, I mean, like, you try to uh, preview what you're about to say, the content that you're about to uh, distribute in some manifestation, and it might not match the expectations of the audience, which means, like, you set it high, and then you went low, and then, like, the audience said to give you the reaction, or they didn't get impacted the way they wanted to get. Or, if you execute correctly, the warnings can go well, because I warned you, and like, then I gave you the information, and then, poof, like, mind blown. Um, so, you know, hopefully it does get crazier, I'm assuming it will, because we're talking about space, and space is pretty crazy, but nonetheless, that is something to be weary about when you're thinking of, like, giving the audience a preview of what's to come next in your speech. The galaxy that my team discovered is even rarer, and much more complex than that. You know, sometimes you search and search for these objects, and you find nothing. But sometimes it just appears in the background. Then you are not even looking for it. This system looks very similar to Hogg's object with its central body and circular outer ring. We got very excited and thought we discovered another Hogg's object. But my research showed this is an entirely new galaxy type, now commonly referred to as Burchin's galaxy. <laughs> we will be galaxy anytime soon, it is approximately
359 million light years away from Earth. You may think this is far. Well, actually, this is one of the nearby galaxies. I study this object in different light, in ultraviolet, optical, and near-infrared. Small details on our body, like a scar or wrinkles, tell the story of our lives. Similarly, a galaxy's structure in different light can help us trace back their origin and evolution. How do I look for these details? That's a really good analogy, um, and that analogy is important because she's talking about how like the wrinkles or scars on human bodies can explain something about our life, um, which is kind of the same thing about uh, how galaxies interact and the way the physical appearances of galaxies can tell a lot about their past as well. Um, and the reason that's also very, very important is because it's relatable, right? It's an analogy that isn't as abstract. Uh, there's humans in the audience, so they can probably relate to wrinkles explaining some of their scars, explaining about their life which is the same thing she's making in terms of the galaxy analogy. So there's a really good comparison and she's bringing the audience in by then forcing them to, to look upon themselves because they are humans. She talked about humans in the first part of the analogy and then comparing it to the next part, which is what she's trying to get the impact for. I modeled the bright central body and removed my model from the image to check for any hidden features because a bright structure in a galaxy may blind our views of faint features, just like using sunglasses when you are blinded by the intense light. The result was a big surprise. This galaxy doesn't just have an outer ring, it has an additional diffuse inner ring. We were having a hard time explaining the origin of the outer ring in Hawk-type galaxies, now, we also need to explain this mysterious second ring. There is currently no known mechanism that can explain the existence of an inner ring in such a peculiar galaxy. So, the discovery of Burchin's galaxy clearly highlights the gap in our knowledge of galaxy evolution. Further research into how this extremely rare galaxy was formed can provide us with new clues on how the universe works. This discovery tells us that we still have a lot to learn and we should keep looking deeper and deeper in space and keep searching for the unknown. Thank you. <laughs> okay, awesome. So that was A Rare Galaxy That's Challenging Our Understanding of the Universe by Birchin Mutul Pakdil. Um, so, this was a really, really interesting talk. I know it was a short talk, but I think it was filled with a lot of good takeaways. Um, and it was also interesting at the end where they connected um, the fact that because they looked at such a obscure thing uh, about space and they, they were able to find something that's so unique um, that, it, that, that it means that we should just continually further explore space. Um, I think maybe they could have ended it with a little bit more of a philosophical thing. Again, if you know me, like I kind of like like the whole big picture thing. Um, but maybe it could have even drawn out to be a bigger message about the, the, the unique things that we find show us even more about our humanity and, and show us that we are just a speck of a tiny speck of a tiny, tiny, tiny speck in the large uh, observable and unobservable universe. Um, and, and that's sort of the theme I got from, from this, especially because it's called a rare galaxy that's challenging our understanding of the universe. Um, so nonetheless, I thought this was a really awesome talk. I thought there was some 
really dope takeaways and the fact that a galaxy is named after birch and pretty fucking amazing um but yeah anyway i hope you guys enjoyed let me know what you guys think in the comments leave a speech that you would like me to review on a further video on speech analysis and thanks you guys for watching check out my podcast the public speaker the audio versions of these youtube videos are on there uh plus some other stuff so yeah i'll see you guys next time bye